Who are you? My name is Bond. I am My name is Inigo Montoya. I am Steve Rogers. Spartans! What do you want? Wanna play Psycho Killer? I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. E.T. I, I need to make the music longer because it just drops and I'm like, ah, oh, no, I don't get to dance enough. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching on the YouTubes, thank you so much. If you're listening in your ear holes, I want to thank you for listening to our sexy, sexy voices. I am, of course, the podcast mogul Phil Better. He is Aaron Talks Films, the pop culture expert, the man you want on your side if ever. You're doing a movie trivia night at a pub. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to and watching the Feel Better Show. Today we are uh, being half-blood princes. When Guardian Leviosas ourselves up into the skies, I can go on with these puns, but I'll stop. Aaron, how are you doing today? I'm not too bad. Um, I'm kind of regretting the number that I chose when it comes to this because uh, – when we discuss what movie to review, you just said send me a number and the first Between number Between one tonight, and a hundred, I believe, and you picked yeah, 69 or 67. 69. Of course it was 69. So, yeah, of yeah, course. Six, yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, but it's... So you've got your list of 100 movies. No, it was... Um, I'll send you the picture. Uh, I, I downgraded my movie collection to 100 movies. Okay. Or 100 DVDs. So I have some, like, TV series. I count that, like, the, the season as one... Yeah. one dvd so it's not like oh there's like 50 you feel there's like 15 dvds no it's one it's one dvd i'm glad i didn't choose one of those because then i was would have oh yeah to uh, at that season. point i would have been like uh choose a new number yeah. uh but yeah you had chosen so i'm downgraded from like 300 i had to downgrade from 300 movies man. do you know how much because i'm trying to like you know Minimize. I've been watching Mary Kindle. Anyways, Netflix. Yeah, not I, important. I, I, I you picked all my DVDs away. So you well, picked, I, kept, I kept the important ones. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. I kept all my favorite ones, especially yeah. my Boondock Saints. Which, if you want to hear a great uh, episode, go to listen to the Real Boys uh, uh, on the podcast. Uh, Real Boys, uh, just yeah, R E E L Boys on Facebook, and you can listen to me get slaughtered. By my arch enemy Michael Colby uh, from Jack Billing Presents. That's the freebie he's going to get on this episode. That's all he gets. He's my arch enemy. Just quickly, uh, I know we don't do news anymore, but there's a Boondock Saint three coming. Yes. Uh, yes. Sorry, I just thought. Yeah, no, no. We're, we we do, we do a piece of news. Yeah. A piece of news. I was going to get to that after the story, it's but hot. thank you. Yes, I tagged Michael in every single person who like wrote about it or I saw. I tied Michael in it because he was not a fan of the first one. You should watch it; it's hilarious. Uh, the ep our, our episode, not the movie. Yeah. Anyways, so Aaron picked. I, I downgraded from three hundred to a hundred, and he picked uh, sixty nine, which turned out to be Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. The dark one of the darker movies, and yeah. you feel it like the tone and the visuals really. Yeah, it's oh. it's so like I I was watching it on my phone again because I watch everything on my phone because I can walk around and do other stuff. Yeah. Um, and at some point, so I had to kind of do this, put my phone up nearer my face because it was so dark, and I was like, "What is going on?" 
I, I don't know if it was a... Did you put the brightness put, up on your phone? No, the, yeah, the brightness was all the way up. The phone was fine. It's just it gets so dark. You yeah. can't, like, I can't even on, my, even, even on my TV, I had some issues. There was like some moments in the darkness that I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go with what they're doing there. Yeah, it, it very much is... You know, you're adults now. There you go, and it yeah, pushes like, them into it. Every movie gets darker. You know, it's just yeah. It starts with like the third movie. I feel like the the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Um, really, that that is the right. Chamber of Secrets is the second one. Yeah. Azkaban, yeah. Azkaban is the third. And uh, it's Goblet yeah. of Fire. Yeah. Goblet of Fire. Um, Order of, no Order of Phoenix. Oh, is this number six? This is number seven. No, number seven was. Hold the... on. Deathly Hallows, and then it's no. The last one is the Deathly Hallows. Yeah, it's number seven, and hold number on. seven they split it into two. They so it's, it goes. Hold on, Philosopher's Stone, because I'm not yeah. using Sorcerer's Stone because it's the Philosopher's Stone. Proper titles here. Uh, Chamber of Secrets, uh, Prisoner of Prisoner Azkaban, Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Goblet of Fire, um, uh, Order of Phoenix. Yeah, this one. Half Prince. Prince, you're right. I apologize. Seven years of school. I apologize. Yeah. So yeah, this is the sixth movie. That's why. Series. That's that just makes me even angrier that I had to watch this. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Not angry, just annoyed. And I'll explain why when we get into it. Yeah, I tend to have that effect, uh, making people watch movies and they get annoyed with me. Uh, it it's, with it's, no, it's not that. I, I wouldn't explain it um, properly. You're, you're like, oh yeah, so you pick this movie. It's the darkest one. Um, it's the one that I feel they portray uh, adolescence love angle triangles really freaking well in this because no. you get that awkwardness because you like yeah you know, you get yeah yeah it's a teenage awkwardness. I get yeah that. the teenage yeah. it gets the teenage because it's they're actual teenagers and you're probably figuring yeah they're probably having that actual awkwardness like that like yeah you know like oh. D- we're gonna kiss we're not and then and at certain moments like i i'm reminded of when um once uh ron is poisoned and is in the hospital right yeah and then you have his girlfriend at the time come in and he's like and you just have the adults standing in the background going what the fuck yeah and then at one moment you have alan rickman as snape makes the this series this, this like dead look and he's looking down and he's like These fucking kids. you child yeah what you pet i what the like he he's not saying anything but the look is just saying i want yeah. to murder you i can't do you know who i am what the what are you say? like he's saying so much and i was trying my hardest not yeah. to laugh because it's laughing. not a because they, it's not just him. All of the adults just look awkward. They're kind of... But yeah, they you know, don't know what to do. And you have yeah. Snape just like... Like, is this for real? <laughs> like, are we, are we... And what... Like, I love the books. The books are, I, I, I love. And something the movies... the These movies do is actually give you... Like, this movie gives you so much emotions. Mm. And like, when you read the book, it's like... That scene you read the book, it's not the same. It's completely no. different. Yeah, because you when you're reading a book, you visualize it in the way that you think it should be. But if you watch the movie and then read the book, you visualize it how you've already seen it. So and it, it makes the book reading experience a whole lot different. So this is how I see 
uh, when I'm reading. I have a very, I have a very vivid imagination, but um, when I was younger, my parents also always used to read like books that kind of like words and a picture in the middle. Yeah. And the pictures weren't always fully formed. It was just centered on the attention of what's going on, the action. Mm -hmm. So when I start seeing things like when I'm reading and they're like, oh, they're in New York or they're standing in the middle of New York, how I see them is spotlight. There's just a small circle and there's like people walking in, but outside of that circle, there's nothing. Yeah. So I, like it kind of like fades off. So like when I'm like reading it in a book, she's like, oh, Ronnie, Pawnee. Like I completely forgot that Snape was there, that like <laughs> Albus was there when I'm reading because like yeah. my imagination only fo only sees like the, the people that have been, are currently being talked, like have words. So it's like, Ron said this and then Harry responded. So there's just Harry and Ron there and then Hermione joins. But if Ron doesn't say anything for a while, I forget he's there. <laughs> yeah, it's... And even even in this, like now, if you'd have watched... The first time you watched this, you would not... You'd not... You would not have noticed Snape and the other adults in the background because your attention, like you say, is on the I person mean, speaking the lines and what is happening in that part of the movie. You're not focusing on the background. And that's the same with any movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I've seen, uh, like, I've seen, like, um, like you know, when I do my, uh, what's the word? Like, movie trivia stuff. Yes. Um, A lot of the stuff that I find out is about stuff that's happening in, in the background of scenes. And it's not yeah. until you know what's happening that your brain will focus on that next time as opposed to what's happening at the forefront. Yeah. And it is like, it's only like it's strange that you brought this up because I thought the exact same thing when she was doing the whole wanny wanny poop or whatever she was <laughs> saying. I wasn't paying attention to her. I was looking at the background for no reason, and then I just noticed all the adults standing around. Like, were we this pathetic? I don't. Did like, we do like, this at school? You know, like, like really? Like, does this actually happen? Like, we read about yeah. it in books, but does it actually happen? You know, yeah. like. And why are they doing it in front of us? Are they not feeling awkward? Like, why are they like, doing this? It's just, yeah, it's so weird. And it's just, uh, like you say, if not for Alan Rickman, that it just would not have been as funny as what no, it should have it been. Just, it just takes the whole thing up to another level with his just like, it, it's Snape. Like, you're watching Snape and like, yeah. he portrays this character that's like vile and oozes evil. But at the same time, like, has this like i don't know not, what it is like he's it's a, just, a likability about him yeah. that you know you should you're like you should he gets have. to say the shit that we wish we could say yeah you know it's, and get yeah, away he, with the looks that we wish we could at times he's one of the best cast character like characters oh, yeah. in a movie ever like even again when when we go back to the books and you're reading them and you kind of imagine what the characters look like you, you can't get an exact image but you get a certain image he is that image, you know. He he, he is encapsulates the yeah the, the wig, the way he walks, and the way he says Potter. Yeah, like, and it's there's, just there's one bit when he when he's talking to Dumbledore, and then he walks out and he walks down a kind of spiral staircase past Harry Potter. He kind of stops and looks at him, and then walks off. But as he's walking down a spiral staircase, because his cloak is billowing behind him, he looks like he's flying. It's like you say, just the way that he walks and he, the way he presents himself. He does because in the books he glides. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. He's gliding, but he actually looks like he's flying down the stairs. Yeah, it's, it's just so it's magical. 
like I, I i love the harry potter series like i whenever i want to feel like watching the the movies i make a commitment to read the book before watching the movie yeah, just because I, I, I don't have that time i i again single you're a parent yes i i, I don't have the mental focus to read a book i oh. try you know the most i can do is a comic book but even then i can't finish it or focus so yeah if i had the time i would read the books again but yeah i just don't have that opportunity at the moment so the films is just the next best thing but the the problem is bill and i'm just going to explain the problem i had with this movie the main problem is this that dumbledore died no, I don't care about that. Spoilers, but I don't care because Dumbledore's a fuck, dick. Fuck off, spoilers. Just, the book came out. <laughs> I remember when the book came this out. This could be someone's first podcast and they have not heard, read, no. seen that movie. So yeah, we yeah. always have to warn about spoilers. But yeah, Dumbledore dies, but I don't care because Dumbledore's a dick anyway. Um, that's mainly because of the actor. I don't like the actor in, in that role. The actor's a good actor. Don't get me wrong. He's a great actor, but he does not encapsulate he's not your Dumbledore. Dumbledore no he's not the first Richard actor. Harris Richard is, Harris yeah is Dumbledore. Unfortunately, again that's he... what I yeah I know he died and they can't do anything about that but he was so laid back and just old and wise and he is what I imagine when I read the books but um this way what's his name Michael Gambon yeah he's just so Harry Potter. He's just very like over the top and it's just like don't ch- calm down for fuck's sake you're really old just chill. I know there's a lot going on and people are dying, but take a breath. But yeah, the oh main God. the main problem with this movie is is not the movie itself, it's the fact that it is the six one and I've just jumped in and watched it. You know, when you go to watch these kind of movies, you have to start from the beginning. Yeah. And you have to go through because I was I was explaining this to my wife earlier because when I said to her that we was doing this movie, and she said, Why not the first one? I said, I don't know. It's just a number. We won't go into that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you watch the first movie, and especially when we watched the movies the first time, we were around that age. Mm-hmm. And we kind of grew up with these characters. So as you go through the movies, you grow with them, and you you understand their their sort of character traits and and who they are and why they're growing up a certain way. Now, again, we have all this information, but if you watch this movie on its own, they're all arseholes, they're idiots, and you can't connect with them on an emotional level because they just look stupid. <laughs> Harry Potter, at the beginning of this movie... Oh, right, he's a twat. He, he sees magic, and he's like, wow, and he's looking around the room like, this is so... You've been around this for six years. You know that there's magic, and yet every time he sees it, he looks impressed and astounded. And it's like, dude, you try to get killed every year by magic. Just, it's there. You know it's there. And it's just, I'm, you're thrown into this movie on its own, and it's just not a good movie. So if it wasn't for the rest of them, this would just be a bad time. And it was. When I was watching it, I was just, I was so fucking miserable because they're all idiots. Oh, oh, I like laughter. And I'm right. I know I'm right because it's just so strange. It's Again, such I, a weird point to point out. Like, but, but you're right. Yeah, like, because I'm again, just remembering I, the first scene where he's like, "Oh my god!" Like in in, in the house where they put where Dumbledore's putting the house back together after they find the guy in the chair, and he's just like, 
Oh my god, it's you can yeah. repair a room? Dude, they repaired your glasses the first fucking year. Like, yes, yeah. they can repair a room. And then about 20 minutes he gets a his broke nose broken and someone fixes it for him. And even then he's like, Wow, that worked. Yeah, it fucking well, worked. To be fair, be to be fair, it was Luna Lovegood. So like I would be yeah. amazed that her spells work as well. Yeah, I get that, but at the same time, he still should not be astounded the fact that magic works. If it's someone you don't exactly trust, because even she says, trusting him with magic "Yeah, he's like, face. do you know how to do this?" And she's like, "Yeah, kind of." He's like, "I'll do it anyway." You're by the school. You you've just saw two teachers. Get one of them to do it. I think McGonagall was there, but so was Snape. I know he doesn't like you, but no, no, it was it. Uh, it was um... Filch. No, it was filled with Flitwick or something like that. The professor, yeah, the, the, the caretaker. No, oh, yeah, Flitwick. Yeah, the little guy. Yeah, yeah, he can do it. There's teachers there that know magic, but he's like, he'll let her do it because he's an idiot, even though he doesn't trust her. And then he's astounded when it works. Why are you astounded? It's just, it's just what I mean. It's the whole thing. Like, again, I've got all the knowledge of the previous movies. I know these characters, but it just astounds me how stupid they are in these movies. Okay. I get their children, but they've been around it for six years. Some of them their whole life. I know he hasn't, but like, I... Hermione is never amazed. Like she's putting books away, and she's like, and Harry's like, oh, yeah. to go. And then when she's talking about the girls, give me a second here. My having some mic difficulties. Give me one second here. You should tighten that up. Yeah, he's, he's gone. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to carry on because uh, I'm pretty sure he edits these, but I'm just going to waffle anyway. But Harry Potter's a dick. Are you Sorry, saying, just... Have you been just been saying Harry Potter's a dick the whole time? No, I waffled a little bit. I wasn't sure if he was going to cut this out. So I just no, waffled. I'm not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, they're in this world of magic and they kind of... The other main point that bugged me uh, towards the end, spoilers... <laughs> When um, the Weasley house gets set on fire <clears throat> by Death Eaters, they get attacked by Death Eaters. For starters, Harry Potter runs off into the middle of nowhere. Yeah, to try and... like, you're an idiot. Like, yeah. come on. She but also, killed your uncle. She will kill you. I, I understand why, because it's pure uh, emotion. Emotional. But I get hello, that. you're fucking witches and wizards. When Guardian Levioso or Rapello Bringobacco or something like it's that the equivalent of... You know, I get he's a child, so he's not, you know, fully formed with his magic. So imagine he has a... Do you know what a spud gun is? Yeah. Like, it's it's a little gun. You push into a potato and you can fire chunks of potato. Yeah. That's what he has. She's got an Uzi. That's that's the equivalent of him chasing after her. He's because he's thinking she, like a muggle she, that he's going to beat her up. Like, uh, wow, I'm yeah. using... I'm, Wow, I'm using the lexicon of the movie. But she will kill him, and he still has that knowledge. Again, I get it's emotional when he does chase after her. I understand that. But at the same time, he's a child, and he can't do what he's supposed to be doing. But then they explode the Weasley house and set it on fire, and they're all standing around watching. At least four of those people can put that fire out. At least four of those people can stop that happening. And yet they all stand there like, oh, fuck, that's our house. You know, the, the mum and the dad and even the two elder Weasley boys, George and someone, and even uh, Professor Lupin is there with his girlfriend. So that's Tom's. six people. His wife, by the way, it's his wife. Tom, yeah, sorry. But that's the main point is that's six people 
that could stop that house burning down, and they don't. Because they don't in the book. Like, obviously... But it's... why not? That's what I mean. You're in this world. Like, if I well, had it's supposed magic... to be a bigger fight. Like, it's a bit bigger of a fight than what Yeah, I just, I just think visually, when you see it happening, and they all sort of stand around cuddling each other, like, oh, at least we're safe. You can put that fire out. You have a wand that can shoot out water. You can do that. You have a wand that can put that house back to exactly how it was, even better, and yet you don't. But that's that's but that's the problem. I'm watching this movie and I'm focusing on all these stupid things because I've not sat and watched the ones previous. I'm just angry that I'm watching this movie just in the middle of a, a story arc that again I have the previous knowledge, but I'm ignoring it because it's just upsetting. <laughs> I love this. Because yeah, you again, love the movie, I can tell that you love the movie. I like, I like, I'm wearing the Harry Potter like, t-shirt. I'm pissed off. Yeah, you're wearing the t-shirt, and it's it's amazing. I have a keychain of the uh, Time Turner, um, because oh, I visited. I, I had one of those three. as well. Because yeah. I visited when I was in London, I visited nine and three quarters because I had to. I didn't get my picture taken because I was going to miss my uh, train up to Leeds. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> right. The lineup is insanely long. I built one. It's not very good. Uh, for a few years, sorry, side note. A few years ago for my wife's birthday, I couldn't afford to get her anything. So I acquired some pieces from work, like some wood, and I went and bought some tinfoil. I didn't have a lot of money, but I bought some things. And I built her a trolley, a half a trolley with half a suitcase on it, and put it up against the wall and made a, a nine and three quarters sign. That's fucking ingenious. Yeah, it didn't look good. I must, but I think it was more the effort that she appreciated. I made half a birdcage as well and put that on there, so it looked like it was going through the wall. There we go. That's yeah. okay. I'm sorry. I would have put out for you that night, guaranteed. Well, that's, your birthday's coming up soon, isn't it, Phil? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, this movie's dumb. <laughs> There's so much wrong with it, but at the same time, it's so great. Let me check but my again, notes. Like, like we was just saying, I like I like Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. I've read all the books. I've seen all the movies. I understand everything. But when you jump into this kind of it, it doesn't matter if it's just it Harry Potter. It also shows you how much of a dick Harry Potter is in this series. Like, he's yeah. eavesdropping. Yeah, he's, he's because he was right. He, he's yeah, he was right, right, but at the you same know, time... He looks at Draco and goes, well, he's obviously up to no good. Yeah, because it's Draco. I get that. But he goes up to a teacher and goes, uh, I think someone... The little girl got hexed. And he goes up to the teachers and goes, Draco did it. And they're like, Do you know how do you know? He's like, I don't, but it's Draco. <laughs> yeah, it's like the weirdest thing. Yeah, I get you don't like him and he does look sketchy, but he's been like that for like six years. All Slytherin in their nature are like that. Because they're snakes. Every year he's always like Snape did it, and then it turns out it wasn't Snape, and he's like, Oh yeah. But yeah, he's just like Draco did it. Why? Because I don't like him. Shut up, Harry. You're a dick. And he's just... <laughs> he looks suspicious. Fucking Harry Potter. Everyone looks suspicious to you, motherfucker. Yeah, he's got <sighs> white hair. Of course he looks suspicious. He's a 16-year-old boy with white hair. Anyone would look at that funny. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, again, I love these movies, but when you... When yeah, you watching this... one movie by itself, no, you, you have to yeah. do it. It's, yeah, so, and, yeah, and the whole, like, I get... I get the kind of love triangle thing, but it wasn't that with I know you said it was, but if it, I don't, it made me cringe. I, I think, 
I can emphasize with the characters because obviously I've been through puberty. We all have, and we we kind of understand what it's like when your hormones are racing. But if you add magic into that, it makes it so much worse. And it's like, is is he under a spell? Is he not under a spell? Because it turns out Ron ate a love potion and he fell in love with someone else, and then he drank poison. Because again, they're all idiots. You know, that's just. Oh, I've got this. Okay, well, let's let's be honest here. The love potion was supposed to be going to Harry, so people understand. Yeah. Harry, uh, Harry was warned by yeah. like half an hour ago. He was yeah, like, like twenty minutes before. Well, yeah. for it, in the movie time, it's twenty, but it's like a couple days or like a, a week or. Two. I think these these movies span the whole year, so it could have yeah, been it spans a whole year. So it's some time during like before Christmas. Yeah, and it's like, hey, careful. Uh, she's trying to acquire a love potion to put you under because you're the chosen one. And he's like, dumb yeah. hormones, right? Just like every guy, uh, really? And then she like, gets slapped. And then Har- uh, Ron is dating this other girl who, this this is a lead yes. up into the uh, hospital scene. This girl, Ryan, I can't remember her name. Uh, she's like the most annoying character or lovey-dovey girl, like over the top thinking like, oh, I have to be all sweet. Talking to high pitch voice, and oh my god, I'm so cute. Even Ron doesn't like her. <laughs> yeah, he's just liking the attention. Then he realizes, no, this is not what I want. Yeah. Um, because all she wants to do is kiss, and it's like, I don't mind kissing, but like, Jesus Christ. Um, uh, but yeah, so Ron ends up eating 20 chocolates. That's a love potion to this Rhonda or Velma or whatever her name is. Yeah, 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 Rwanda or so. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember her name. And then Harry, like, There's so many gets... weird names in these movies. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, Harry nearly gets his ass kicked by Ron because he nearly insults uh, the girl. Brings him to Slughorn's office where Slughorn pours a drink, and Ron is like the first one to down it. Yeah, and just... it turns out that it's. It's poison, and then Harry saves him, and then leads to the uh, awkwardness in the uh, hospital scene where Ron kind of professes his love for Hermione, not really just saying Hermione when he's like tired. Yeah, again, they all that girl was crazy, but just because he said his friend's name asleep, that's if a girl broke up with me because of that, I'd be like, Listen, I had a girlfriend pissed off at me because apparently the dream version of me broke up with her. Yeah, she was yeah. pissed at me for three days. My wife tries that with me. I'll just, I'll just laugh at her and walk away. I, I, I'm not dealing with that. That's why we got married, so I don't have to deal with that stuff anymore. But yeah, it's um, That's going back, to, going back to Slughorn. The whole point of that plan was, it turns out Draco poisoned this bottle and gifted it to Slughorn. But that was intended for Dumbledore. Yeah, because he, expe- yeah. he expected that Slughorn, being the cheap person that he is, to would pass it on. Him. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, oh, that, this, this will be a more impressive gift if I give it to someone. That's a big gamble. Oh yeah. You know, I I get where Draco's logic is going, but what if he gave it to Snape? What if he gave it to Hagrid? You know, you don't know where he's going to re-gift that to. Well, I think day. because. This is how I think it was. Um, so he first hexed uh, Katie Bell uh, to bring a necklace that's necklace. curse um, to, Dumbledore. To, to Dumbledore, but superstance, she touched it, she got yeah. hexed, da da da, she was fine. Then he gave Slughorn, I think it's because he knows Slughorn is such a brown noser 
And if he gets something expensive, he'll use it to try and show off that he was ex- like the guy who I oh I spent yeah. this money on you. Um, yeah. So I think he got like a really expensive bottle, gave it to Slughorn, expecting Slughorn because he knows his nature to regift it. Yeah. But because it's like this weird situation, and Slughorn's like, "Well, we need some liquor. This is the only liquor I got. Let's uh, yeah. let's, let's open this bottle." Hey, and I'll then fifteen-year-old boys have some champagne. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> let, let's have some great champagne. Like. First off, horrible schooling and uh, teacher advice they're going there. Second never... off, this slughorn invites young boys to his chambers after hours all the time. And it no one says Young anything. students. Young students. Yeah, okay. Sometimes there were girls there. But in, in the scene where he's with young Voldemort, there is no girls there. There well, is all cause... boys. And he even says, hurry off to bed now. You know, shoo. And no one says anything. It's weird. But yeah, then he just opens Get your the perverse mind of pu- public. Uh, I'm just bashing this movie because there's so much wrong with it. Again, I love it because, you know, I like Harry Potter. But when you watch it on its own, there's so much to pick up. Like, again, going back to this bottle that he was gifted, you're in a school where every year someone dies. Okay. Multiple people die, yes. This year, you have guards around the school because they want to get in and kill the teachers or kill, they want to kill Dumbledore but they will go through anyone to get to that mm-hmm. he gets gifted a bottle of alcohol he never specifically says who it comes from so either if he did not if he if he knows it's from Draco don't do it because he's from Slytherin and even you as a teacher well, he's should... a Slytherin no he's not yeah well, he was Slughorn. He was... Slughorn was the head of Slytherin. Okay, maybe I'll give that one a slight pass then, but still don't open well, a bottle of alcohol from he, a student. I think he doesn't know who gave him the bottle. I think he received That's the bottle. That's even worse! Listen, he isn't this the brightest year. fucking guy either, okay? No, he's not. I mean, the, the guy's obviously a few pennies short, but it just... Even... You have to have enough savvy to know that, especially this year, don't open random bottles of alcohol that you are gifted because every year someone dies me i'm professor slughorn yeah i just again he, he, he like here's how fucking i, know, I love I the am. character i find him funny and i think oh, yeah. it's brilliantly acted and the whole the, story the actor arc. is perfect for it uh who yeah. plays him give me a second uh, i i had his name because he used to he, he was in a lot of british jim, jim Broadbent. yeah he's in a lot of British TV shows and I love him and it's very well acted the whole story does make sense as a whole when you look at the whole series of movies but when you just watch it on its own and try and pick it apart there's it's just the guy's an idiot listen he's already here's the thing I don't understand he's super paranoid we find that out at the beginning because he he, so why does he open the bottle right (laughs) right I was like you, you get a gift you don't know who it's from and you're like and it's liquid. Yeah. And it's like, what, you think because you're in Hogwarts, you're safer? (laughs) Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this is Harry Potter (laughs) and the Half-Blood Prince where uh, Dumbledore dies at the end. Uh, You get this iconic scene uh, of uh, Harry trying to kill Snape. Um, I think that's probably one of the... And finding out that Snape is the Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, that, that kind of comes out of nowhere again because the, the whole movie... The, the first half of this movie is sent around the book and the Half-Blood Prince. And then the second half of the movie, it's like, oh, don't worry about that. 
watch this. And then right at the end, Snape's like, yeah, I'm the Half-Blood Prince. Well, because look, this is what's going on. (laughs) In the book, it happens at the same time. Like you start, like it goes, something with the book, event, something with the book, event, something. But you can't do it in a movie because it won't make sense. Yeah, again, I've read the book, so I understand that story arc. But when you just watch this movie, the book is forgotten about. And even at the end, even though I know it's coming, when he said it, I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that book. I remember that. It's weird. It's, it's bad. I love this movie. Don't get me wrong. I really do love it. It's, I love it's, Harry Potter. It's an amazing... It's it's probably... See, I love the darkness of Prisoner's Azkaban. And I love it, Alfonso Caranzo's directing style. I hate the look of the werewolf. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I want... Like, when I think of a werewolf, I'm thinking... Like regardless of how skinny some guy is, they always turn into this like massive beast. Yeah. And I look at that werewolf and I'm like, that's a pathetic where why are people scared of this? It's like a giant greyhound. Yeah, and I'm like, no, that's not my werewolf. Yeah. Uh, and I are. feel like it's t- still too cartoonish a little. Yeah, I think you can kind of you have to give that a pass because it's like the third movie, and that was like what two thousand and four. Oh yeah, maybe? no, no, no. Like I give it so, all. Like this, this movie has a, a golden pass because it's connected to my childhood. It's golden. Like yeah, uh, in, in like ten years, if they're like we're going to remake Harry Potter, I'm like that's fine. Yeah, remake no, but, it. I don't care. You can't touch the originals because they are have a place in history that no one else can touch. Like I've come to the point, like I don't care if people are going to remake movies because I have the fond memories of the original. The new ones will be for the next generation. Let them enjoy that. I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't think these movies will ever get remade. But if they did, you could fix a lot of problems. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. How many uh, platforms are you giving this? Nine and three quarters. No. Um, I'm going to give it an eight because... Even though I've just sat here and bashed it for like what thirty minutes, and it is bad, but that's again I've said it so many times. That's the movie on its own mm-hmm. because you can. There is so much wrong with it if you watch it solo. But these movies, each one is better than the last, and they yeah. do get so much better. And when you take into account everything else that has come before. And also knowing where this goes because it all ties into the next two movies. Yeah. If you didn't have that information, it would be a bit weird and it kind of stops at the end. Like the ending is very much like, yep, bye. Um, but if you take everything into account, this is a great movie and it is one of the better ones of the whole series. So again, I do love it. It is an 8 out of 10, but it's I can pick apart any of these movies because they right. are. You can pick apart any movie if you really want to, which I seem to be doing a lot more these days. But we're taking but, like what we're doing. Uh, at least what I'm trying to do on this show is take it apart f- with love. Like we we're picking movies that we love, and yeah. we're looking like this. I would they probably this is ridiculous. Like I can't like this part, but we love these movies, and we're not bashing it because we want to hate on these movies. We're we're showing it like like at the time this movie was great. Are there if you like if you like you said if you watch this movie solo, you can pick apart like and not knowing anything before or after it. You can there's a lot wrong with it because of certain things. But if you yeah. watch it all together, it just you see the progression on how well it gets from the beginning. You see the actors, their acting skills, like 
Daniel Radcliffe is a, a brilliant in this. Like at the beginning, that little flirt scene. Yeah. I yeah, love that. It's it's nice to see, again, when you're watching them through, you are growing up with these characters and the actors, and they do get better each movie. Their acting gets... Because when in the first movie, they're like 11 years old, and they get thrown into this spotlight, and they are not very good at acting in that first movie. But they do get so much better. But at the same time, what I love about it, it's like, I, I it, that's just what you said. Like, they threw into light the the um the limelight so quickly. I I remember reading the first book, and for me, Hermione was very calm, cool, and collected. But in the first movie, the way that um Emma Watson plays her. It's yeah. exactly like how an eleven-year-old would act, yeah, over the top, and it's like yeah, it's yeah. perfect. I didn't see that in the books when I read the books because I was because as an eleven-year-old reading these books, I don't see us being over dramatic. But yeah. when you, it's an actual child yeah. over dramatic. Kids, kids are dramatic. They are very dramatic. I yeah, but it. a child doesn't think they're freaking dramatic because they don't realize until they're older. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. shut up. Yeah. Not dramatic. Anyways, this is the show. Um, Aaron, <laughs> it's a good movie. Go watch it. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. Uh, I have to agree. Eight eight platforms. Yeah. Um, it's probably my top one of my top three Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Um, just because of the tone, I forgot how great it actually is. Like, the book is one of the better books. Um, and yeah, I I love this. Can't say enough about it. Go watch. Go watch. Rewatch the series. It kind of put me in the mood to rewatch the series, but then I was yeah, like, I have to read at the same time, and I'm like, no. Yeah, it's, it's very weird that I've had to watch this movie, and now I kind of have to go back. But then I'm thinking, when I get to this movie, do I skip it or do I watch it again? I'm not sure, but yeah, I do want to go back and watch them all now. And it's just right. it's it's a it's a question of when. All right, pick a number. Oh, uh, seventeen. 17 all right i'll text you what we're watching next week <laughs> oh bit a bit of spice bit of mystery for the bit listeners. of spice, uh, mystery for your, your your listening pleasure ladies and gentlemen i am phil better the podcast mogul the man who has so many podcasts that he doesn't know he has no free time but he still has free time to watch movies with you guys here on the phil better show here's aaron talks film host of aaron talks film podcast pretty much yeah uh, where, we, we got very lazy yeah, <laughs> with the title anyway. with this name the feel better show like come on aaron talks films like yeah um he is the pop culture expert if you want anything news related to the wor wild world of hollywood make sure you check out his podcast on any of the podcast platforms specifically spotify he's blowing up right now on the spotify's i thank you so much for listening guys girls children of all ages if you're he she there whatever you want to call yourself i thank you for listening uh stay hydrated all that fun stuff i'm gonna shut up now goodbye <laughs>